0: This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. Good morning or good evening, wherever you're tuning in from, Shabbat Shalom, we made it to Friday. Well, praise God, thank God it's Friday, and uh, good to be here with you, we've already started our Sabbath over here in Indonesia, you know the Sabbath runs wherever you are, Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown, that is God's seventh day, or yeah, evening and morning were the first days, so. That's correct. And um, begins at sundown Friday night, goes to sundown Saturday night. That is the Sabbath, the Shabbat. And uh, that is the day of rest. I was going to go to the gym today, but then I realized it was a day of rest. So I'll just wait till tomorrow night, sundown. Well, praise the Lord. And uh, we are here doing another program. Now, this is the work of the Lord. You can work for the Lord on the Sabbath. Yes, you can. Praise God for that, and uh, that's what we're doing. This is not a sacred job that we're doing here at Mega Man Radio. This is by order of Yahovah that I'm here tonight, today, wherever you're tuning in from, to speak His Word. We're going to be going into uh, Judges chapter three on this program. Matthew three. We're going to read the book of Proverbs 15, from Pro- book of Proverbs chapter fifteen. And uh, I'm going to endeavor to do five psalms today, like we did the last two days. We're going to be back with guests come January 1. Looking forward to that. And uh, boy, this month is going by quick. Sure is. Two more weeks. Well, ten days, really. It'll be Merry Christmas. Praise God for that. And we're going into 2024. I'm excited about it. I'm hoping this is a good year. Uh, We need a good year, all of us. Well, let's just open up in prayer. Good place to start. Father, Yehovah in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. We ask that you would open your word to us. Show us things we know not. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Holy Spirit of God, of the Word. Bless everybody that tunes in to this program. We plead the blood of Jesus over soul. We ask God that you'd surround us with your warrior angels. Also, Satan, we put you on notice today. We bind you and bind every demon attached to this program or coming against anyone to be part of it. We rebuke you in Jesus' name, and we loose the judgments of God on every wicked spirit that has been assigned against any of us to take us out or to stop this program. We break every curse sent against us in the name of Jesus Christ also. And we loose the judgments of God on all evil spirits worldwide. In Jesus' name, amen before we get going here let me tell you a sad story and uh, who, who wants sad news I don't like to hear sad news but we can pray over this one maybe there can be some good news I usually get on a scooter taxi especially these days when traffic is so bad so many people have come to this island tens of thousands millions actually have come in since the door is open and uh, sometimes you get in gridlock if you're in a a regular car taxi, so the best thing to do is get on a scooter taxi they can zigzag in between traffic get you there faster and it's half price too, so that's a good deal get a sun bath while you're at it well today I was going to do it but it was overcast, we are in rainy season here and I didn't want to get drenched. Yesterday, I got drenched. Thank God I always carry a couple extra T-shirts. And I just swapped out it when I get in the mall. But I was, yeah, I was wet. Today, I didn't feel like going through the rain. Uh, not to mention, you know, if it gets pouring down too much, you got to pull over to the side of the road. And I was kind of in a hurry. So, I decided to uh, take my chances with the regular taxi. Got on my app. Down here they call it Go Jack or Grab. They don't have Uber here anymore, but these are the two big interne- Asian services. Work the same way. And uh, the taxi rolls up, and I get in, look up my driver, say hello to him, and notice that the man has a baby. He's got the baby in one of these uh, uh, pouches, like a lot of ladies carry baby's head, especially over here. They even have this these uh, devices, they put them on their back, which is kind of cool. So, he had this baby, like in a pouch, like a kangaroo pouch. And I looked at the baby's head, and uh, I thought, well, I wonder where his wife is. Maybe she's working, and uh, he's helping her out. Well, we got to talk, and he spoke actually some pretty good English, made it easy for me. And uh, his name was Agus. He's not from Bali. He's from another island. I think he's from Banjewani. Indonesia is a big place It has 17,000 islands. Can you imagine that? True story. Well, he, like many, come to this island because this is the number one tourist location, I think, in Indonesia. And uh, there's a lot of work down here. More so than maybe where he was at. And if all else fails, you become a taxi driver. Which he was. But I, I looked at him and, you know, hey, how you doing? How's your baby? How old is the baby? He said, six years old. Now, I thought, six years old? My, my son Jeremiah is six years old. He's almost sitting on my shoulders. And uh, this baby tilted his head back and I looked at his face and I realized there's something not right figured he was autistic or turns out he has down syndrome and um, before I could even ask the question uh, you know the man volunteered to me that uh, his wife is dead and I was like oh god his wife is dead and his son has down syndrome found out that uh... Um, he has no family here and uh... really no family anywhere else his mother is elderly and couldn't help him we was saying maybe he moved his mom here and she could help him but she's too elderly to do that his wife has died i don't know how she died but they had a child and this man One of the greatest examples of father I can show you. He's got his son with him. He has no choice but to carry him in a pouch on his chest. Everywhere he goes, that baby goes. He goes on to tell me his son, whose name is Rafa, cannot speak, cannot walk, can't do anything. He's, a, he's basically a baby, six-year-old baby. And uh withstanding a miracle, there probably won't be much improvement. Now I didn't know what religion is. You never know when you get into a car. You may be with a Muslim, could be a Hindu. Sometimes you have a Christian. And if I had seen a um an offering with incense, offering plate with incense up on the uh, dashboard, I would have known he was Hindu, but not seeing that, I figured, well, probably Muslim or Christian. And I asked him, I said, are you Muslim? And he said, yes. Very nice guy. And um, these taxi drivers that make make money. They've got to work a lot of hours, 10 to 12 hours. You think you got it bad, or I think I got it tough? Imagine you're a single parent. Your spouse has died. You've got no extended family. You're living in another city. No support base. And you got to work to support yourself and your child has got Down syndrome. Can't do anything for itself. And he has to literally carry the baby. And he said of his own child, he said, it's like a... Like a baby kangaroo. You've seen the baby kangaroos with the head sticking out of the pouch. Just like that. And, uh, encouraged him. I said, you know, God can heal your son. We can pray for him. We got to talking. He had some, um, very nice guy. He was a uh, very upbeat, um, He said some interesting, I said, are you a pastor? I thought that was kind of odd. He said, I have some some friends that go to a Christian church. I talked to him from time to time and I said, uh, well, both my grandfathers were. I said, I grew up in the church from earliest recollection. I was in the church. And I said, uh, I am involved in ministry though he said are you a missionary and i said well i'm an internet missionary i consider myself a podcast evangelist preach the gospel to the world minister and um and that was a good 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 sign to me that means he was open you know i didn't know how he how he uh, was re- if he was receptive to Christianity or not some are some aren't and um, well, when he said that, it made me feel a little bit at ease, and and um, I said, you know, I'll exchange numbers with you. I'd like to invite you maybe sometime come over to our fellowship. My wife has a fellowship. She had one uh, today, in fact. Invites people over, and they read the Word and sing some songs and pray, and then they uh, they they have uh, break bread, have some food to eat, some fellowship. And uh, he was very anxious to do that. Well, we got to my destination, the mall, which is where I go to the gym. And I said, may I pray for your son? And he said, sure. So I laid my hands on his head and I prayed for the, the child. I broke curses in Jesus' name. Commanded healing in the name of Jesus. Ask God to bless him. In Jesus' name. Really broke my heart uh, because I I know how difficult that's got to be. Um, I've had a version of that before, not to the level he has. I was a single parent about two and a half years with my own son, Heston, who's grown now. And uh, from about age one and a half to four, I raised him myself working full time job, and of course I was able to put him in daycare, kindergarten, but preschool, but uh not a situation like this where the child is an invalid and he has to carry him around all the time I mean that's one thing you know you have to parent your child alone and feed him, give him a bath, make sure they Brush their teeth, take them to the bathroom, change the diaper if they're at that age. But at this level, I don't, I can't empathize with the guy. I mean, that's beyond anything I've ever been through, and most people ever go through. Yet he pushes through like a champion, and um, asking people to lift him up. His name is Agus. He's 38, and he has his six. Your old son named Rafa, and uh, it's not too hard for God to heal him. Who knows what God might do? Jesus healed the sick. He raised the dead, and uh, do we have faith? He says we will do greater things than Jesus did. So came to me also today that. Um, the late Al Cuppet, a friend of mine for many years, uh, many of you know him, loved his programs that he did here on Mega Man and before Mega Man. He did many tapes with the Prophecy Club, but we worked together for about 10 years and uh, sure do miss him. Got to travel with Al. We did a couple videos together. One thing that really impressed me about Al Cuppet is he used to have a notebook, and on this notebook if he came across a prayer request, somebody asked him to pray, he would write it down on this notebook. And every day when he went into prayer, he would have his notebook handy, and he would bring these different requests up to the Lord in prayer. And he would keep you on that notebook until you got the miracle you needed or it was resolved. And that really impressed me. And I thought, wow. And he said, you know, a lot of people would like to pray but they don't know what to pray about he said make a notebook and do like me put these prayer requests down and then when you go to the Lord you got plenty to pray about he'd have like a hundred names on there take quite a bit a time to go through them he was very disciplined organized and that really impressed me great idea so maybe there's some of you out there who are intercessors and we'll add Rafa R-A-F-F-A, R-A-F-F-A. I believe that's how you would spell it. Six-year-old Rafa with uh, Down syndrome. Lift him up in his father for healing and salvation for that family. I believe God can do it. I believe that was a divine appointment. And we'll pray for them tonight on this program. Of course, you'd have on there Prophet Scott Lathrop. we we'll are believe in the Lord for a miracle for him. Mel Novak's another one you can pray for. Um and I'm sure you have your own that you know of, but I think that's a fantastic idea so, for what it's worth at any rate uh, got to my stop was able to pray for him gave him a love offering and then got out of the car and that, I'll tell you really wait on me think about what responsibility that guy has and Through it all, he loves his son. Praise God for that brother. A ghost, a goose. And I believe in the Lord and God's going to save him. Praise God. So if he follows up with me, we're going to invite him over. And uh, we'll we'll pray for him here too at the house. Invite him over for fellowship. Okay. Well, I want to share that with you today. Um, Praise God. We're going to go into another song and then come back and uh, get into the word. This is a live program. Today is Friday, December 14th, excuse me, December 15th, I'm sorry, 2023. Welcome to the broadcast. Speak My Word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis, and we are living in the time of the end. <laughs> Three, two, one. We have ignition. We will be reading tonight from the King James edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils, and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back, and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus, so you don't come up short. All right, everybody, welcome aboard, and we are ready to roll. Okay, we're going to kick off. Speak my word today, Friday, December fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three, uh, in the book of Judges, chapter three. Now these are the nations which Jehovah left to prove Israel by them. Testament, in other words, even as many of Israel as had not known all the wars of Canaan, only that the generations of the children of Israel might know, to teach them war, that the least such as before knew nothing thereof, namely, five lords of the Philistines, and all the Canaanites, and the Sidonians, and the Hivites, that dwelt in Mount Lebanon, from Mount Baal-Hermon unto the entering in of Hamath. And they were to prove Israel by them to know whether they would hearken unto the commandments of Jehovah, which he commanded their fathers by the hand of Moses. And the children of Israel dwelt among the Canaanites, Hittites, and Amorites, and Perizzites, and Hivites, and Jebusites. And they took their daughters to be their wives big no no and gave their daughters to their sons and served their gods and the children of israel did evil in the sight of jehovah and forgot that and forgot jehovah their god and served Balaam and the groves therefore the anger of jehovah was hot against israel and he sold them into the hand of Cush and, and Thaim <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard one king of Mesopotamia and the children of Israel served Shush and Rishathame eight years and when the children of Israel cried unto Yehovah Yehovah raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel who delivered them even Otenil the son of Kenaz Caleb's younger brother. And the spirit of Jehovah came upon him and he judged Israel and went out to war. And Jehovah delivered Chushin Rishathim king of Mesopotamia into his hand and his hand prevailed against Chushan Rishathim. Can we just call him Chush for short? And the land had rest 40 days, excuse me, 40 years. Let me get focused here. And Otanil, the son of Kenaz, died. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of Jehovah, And Jehovah strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done evil in the sight of Jehovah, And he gathered unto him the children of Ammon and Amalek, and went and smote Israel. And possess the city of palm trees. So the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. Look at the captivity that they went into, Israel went into, because of their disobedience to God. How many of us have been in captivity for years even, because we would not serve the Lord and obey his commandments? Captivity can take many years. Forms. It could be physical captivity, just like this. Being a slave. It could be financial bondage. Physical bondage. Relational bondage. Believe me, you'll pay a high price for a lot of low living. But when the children of Israel cried unto Yehovah, Yehovah raised him up and deliverer, Ehud, the son of Jerah, a Benjamite, a man left-handed. And by him the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab. But Ehud made him a dagger, which had two edges of a cubit length. And he did gird it upon his raiment excuse me, did gird it under his raiment upon his right thigh. And he brought the present unto Eglon, king of Moab. And Eglon was a very fat man. we got a lot of fat men in America. And when he had made an end to offer the present, he sent away the people that bear the present. But he himself turned again from the quarries that were by Gilgal, And said, I have a secret errand unto thee, O king. Who said, Keep silence. And all that stood by him went out from him. And Ehud came unto him, and he was sitting in a summer parlor, which he had for himself alone. And Ehud said, I have a message from God unto thee. And he arose out of his seat. And Ehud put forth his left hand and took the dagger. From his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. And the haft also went in after the blade. And the fat closed upon the blade so that he could not draw the dagger out of his belly. And the dirt came out. That means kaka. Guy just pooped right there. Oop, there it is. Then Ehud went forth. Through the porch, and shut the doors of the parlor upon him, and locked them. When he was gone out, his servants came, and when they saw that behold the door doors of the parlor were locked, they said, "Surely he covereth his feet in his summer chamber." Means he's in there taking a nap. He's pulled his blanket up over his body, covering his feet. So they didn't want to disturb him. And they tarried till they were ashamed. And behold, he opened not the doors of the parlor. Therefore they took a key and opened them. And behold, their Lord was fallen down dead on the earth. And he who had escaped while they tarried and passed beyond the quarries and escaped unto Seirath. And it came to pass when he was come that he blew a trumpet at the Mount of Ephraim And the children of Israel went down with him from the mount, and he before them. And he said unto them, Follow after me, for Jehovah hath delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. And they went down after him, and took the the fords of Jordan toward Moab, and suffered not a man to pass over. And they slew of Moab at that time about ten thousand men, all lusty, all men of valor, and there escaped not a man. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel. And the land had rest 80 years. Wow, four score years, 80. See the difference in obeying the Lord? Repenting, God can turn a bad situation around. Even free you and I from our captivities. And after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, that's a that's a good name. People looking for a, a new name. Call your child Shamgar, <laughs> the son of Anath, which slew the Philistines six hundred men with an ox goat. Sounds like a mini Samson. And he also delivered Israel. Shamgar. Okay. That was Judges three. Let's jump over into um. Proverbs, we're going to read one Proverb a day, read through the book of Proverbs in one month, then restart. Proverbs chapter 15, a soft answer, turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of the fools poureth out foolishness. The eyes of Yahovah are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. A breach in the spirit. Satan's looking for a breach in your spirit and mine, too. and for a crack in the armor. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. So, they pay attention to what their father says, and obey it, well, they're being prudent, that's smart, in the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to Jehovah, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination unto Jehovah, but he loveth him that followeth after righteousness. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Hell and destruction are before Jehovah. How much more then the hearts of the children of men? A scorner loves not one that reproves him, neither will he go unto the wise. A merry heart maketh the cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The heart of him that hath understanding setteth knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Better is little with the fear of Jehovah than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs, where love is, than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. So better you eat a, a salad with love than you know, eat a T-bone steak with hatred. A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. The way of the slothful man is as a hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despiseth his mother. Folly is joy to them, to him that is destitute of wisdom, but a man of understanding walketh uprightly. Without counsel purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season. How good it is! Verse 24. The way of life is above to the wise, that he may depart from hell beneath. The Bible talks a lot about hell. People don't believe it's real. Jehovah will destroy the house of the pride, proud, but he will establish the border of the widow, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to Jehovah, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studieth answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. Jehovah is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous the light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart and a good report makes the bones fat the ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise he that refuseth instruction despises his own soul but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding finally the fear of Jehovah is the instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility Okay, we read Proverbs 15. Let's take a quick break. Go to song. We'll come back and read some more. We're doing a live program here. That's Freddie Hayler, Song of Angels. Welcome back to Speak My Word here on Friday, December 15, 2023. My name is Shannon Davis. Welcome to the broadcast. We're going to go into Matthew now. We're going to read chapter 3 today. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye. Ye is talking about everybody. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah. Saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his loins and his meat was locust and wild honey so he's wearing a camel hair suit custom bespoke leather girdle and uh, he ate locust and wild honey now I love honey in fact on this new keto, not a, it's not a keto diet, it's called the remake diet, let me get clear about that um, I'm eating primarily chicken right now. Steak when I can get it. a Little bit of fish. Um, so, meat, I also have some cashew nuts and some pumpkin seeds. Coffee is dead to me now. Uh, I drank my last cappuccino about four days ago. I will not drink it again until the Lord comes back if he, uh, wants to drink one then. I'll drink one with him. But I'm done with all coffee and that includes uh, tea. Caffeine is not my friend. It would hasten my death. So I'm done. But I uh, I drink a lot of coconut water, pack full of electrolytes water of course. And uh, that's pretty much what I'm eating. Chicken, beef, fish, some nuts. But I'll be honest with you. I do get some cravings. And uh, I could eat the wrong thing, or go have me a spoonful of honey. So I get me some of this wild honey. All honey's not equal, but there's some honey that I buy, and this comes a big jar. It goes a long way. I'll stick my spoon in there, pull out a big spoon, and have some honey. Next thing you know, I'm good to go. If I get a pinch honey. Doesn't mean I'll never eat any sweets again, but I'm done with caffeine. That's for sure. No more coffee, and but I'm sticking to meat. It works for me. It's uh, you could say it's a modified carnivore diet, and uh, I've never eaten locust. I might try them. Might try them, you know. They're barbecued or something. Some salt, sea salt in there. Would you try one? They have to cut the legs off on the wings. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm sure they're high in protein. But dang, come on, I would have eaten. Can't you get some chicken out there, John? At any rate, he ate locust and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan and were baptized of him in Jordan confessing their sins you know folks uh, I think we did it wrong growing up in the church I don't remember anybody confessing their sins when they got baptized now I can't recall maybe there was uh, a moment of prayer before they started dunking people but at least we dunked in the church we didn't sprinkle like the Catholic church does of course I have been baptized probably four times absolutely got baptized twice by my grandfather when I was a young boy I asked him and I remember um, I was staying over at my grandparents house uh, which was the parsonage they were pastoring the uh, church there on the parking lot pastor's house was right next to the church it's called the parsonage and uh, it's called the south side church of God it still stands today it's a Haitian church today it's over there in old Jonesboro Road, not far from the Atlanta Hartsfield Airport. And uh I said, Granddad, I want to be water baptized. I also want to get in that pool, baptismal pool. Um, and that's what they had. They had this baptismal pool behind the choir. So like many of the older churches, you'll see built back in the 60s and 70s, you would have uh, your main sanctuary aisle going up the middle of it. On both sides, you'd have the old style wooden pews. If the church got money later, they put cushions on them. But I've been on both—just the wooden pews and then the ones with the cushions. I like the wooden ones because I could slide across them. And you know, I had—I took some liberties being the uh, pastor's grandson. Nobody messed with me. Probably got away with more than others, but they came and we went over to the cross parking lot into the church and turned the lights on in that church. And it's a two two level church. They had all the Sunday school classes down on the first floor. A big you know a a big room down there. They would use it for um, sometimes fellowship, like a fellowship hall, and uh, then going up steps had some more little rooms there a little nursery and then you go into the sanctuary had the podium with the uh, the wooden pulpit up there and the the table and I uh, in his uh, it had inscribed on I think inHs and on there you'd have um, some offering plates and cross of Jesus. Pulpit, a couple of chairs up there, and then behind there, the uh, choir. We didn't have praise teams back then. Once in a while, you'd have a, a you know, special song. Sometimes my mom would sing it. But we sang songs out of the choir, uh, that the, along with the choir, out of the, uh, the old hymnal books. There was a light brown one and a green one growing up. I remember all the old songs. They were all about Jesus. There was no question about who you were singing about. It was about the blood of Jesus, the cross of Jesus. You look at the songs we sang, you know, it's like Paul said, I don't want to know anything among you but Jesus Christ, him crucified. It wasn't the music that passes off as worship music today. It just doesn't move me today. I'm, I'm of a different era. I may be an endangered species I remember the church of the 70s, growing up in the Church of God. Assemblies of God had much of the same music. At any rate, behind there, there was was this picture on the wall with some glass, and in there was the baptismal pool. That was the the style of a lot of the churches coming up. Of course they'd have wooden beams in the roof and sometimes you'd have stained glass windows just to pin, pins. a Beautiful church. And it took a while to fill that pool up and I remember Granddad going over and turning on the water. And it got up just about to my shoulders and about waist deep for him and I've got pictures of him. And I got baptized twice when I was 18 I got baptized again and uh, years later I, I made a second of my two trips to Israel I got baptized in the River Jordan by otan Elfont, Font a Puerto Rican evangelist who was on the trip with me and my brothers my brother <clears throat> uh, we were guests of the Israeli government uh, Rami Levy Minister of Tourism we were flown in on El Al Airlines and uh, chauffeured around by, I, th- I think, a guy who was probably Mossad. <laughs> Keep an eye on us, and um, we had a great time and fellowship, and and that's one of the highlights of my life. Got baptized in the River Jordan, but I said all that to say this: just taking a trip down memory lane, It's good to dust off those archives in the brain. Um, I don't remember anybody talking about repentance, but before we were baptized. Now, Granddad, of course, prayed, and they may have, and I just may not remember. It's been a long time ago that I was baptized, but I I don't hear it a lot today. Uh, With exception, there is that one evangelist, Torben Sundergaard, who's all about repenting and getting deliverance. I think he's right on target. We're to repent of our sins and be baptized. They go hand in hand. What use is being baptized if you haven't repented? How can you say you're saved if you haven't repented? Does saying the Lord's prayer, you know, saying the sinner's prayer by itself save you? Now that there's not repentance that goes along with it. We need to confess the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in heart that God has raised him from the dead, repent of our sins, and be baptized. And then we need to endure till the end. The same shall be saved. It's a package deal there. And look at what John the Baptist said. Repent ye. He's talking about every one of us in the world. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. And they were baptized of of him, enjoyed confessing their sins. We're to confess our sins. It's not to say you believe in Jesus. The demons believe and they tremble, but they're not saved. We need to repent. It means turn away from our sins. We need to confess those sins. Admit to them. That's a prerequisite, folks, for everything. Salvation. Baptism. Deliverance and healing. You know the word of God says if any of you be sick let them call for the elders of the church. And they will anoint them with oil and the prayer face faith shall heal the sick and if they have any sins it shall be forgiven them. You know there's some healing that's not going to take place until we repent of our sins. Some demons are not going to leave let we repent of our sins because they have got a legal right to stay yes legal right is a real thing some people mock that term but it's real demons have legal rights when we violate the word of God it says if we do not forgive our brother neither will our father in heaven forgive us and what happens God will send tormentors these are demons demons work for the Lord too God can use them. Yes, He can. He can use them as punishment for rebellion and turn us over to the enemy. The tormentors and these demons will torment you and I till you're dead. Or you tap out and cry uncle and you repent. They're masters at torture. They know how to kill, steal, and destroy. And they do it every single day. We want to be baptized. We need to be baptized. But we need to confess our sins too. But when John the Baptist saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bring forth therefore fruits, meet for repentance. Fruits, meat for repentance, and think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham, and now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Folks, there's some scriptures in there that talk about we must bear fruit. And Jesus, as the husbandman, will help us if we're not bearing fruit. He'll try to plow a little bit around us and add water or fertilize or what have you. Do all he can to help us. Well, then, if we don't bear fruit, we get plucked up and thrown in the fire. You don't hear that taught much. We must bear fruit. We must endure till the end. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And I pray that right now for every one of us. Baptism by fire whose fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his four and gather his wheat into the garner but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Some people think that uh, if you go to hell, you're thrown into the fire and poof it's over with. In God's mercy you just don't feel it anymore. Nope. it's not what it says. God doesn't send anybody to hell. We send our own selves there by rejecting Christ and not obeying the Lord. Operating rebellion, which is as a sin of witchcraft. If we die in our sins, do not repent, do not take the opportunity that all of us have right now. If you have just today, you still have an opportunity, even if you're going to die tomorrow, to repent. Call the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be saved. You can do so and avoid hell, but if you don't and you die in your sin, you go into the largest prison on planet Earth. It's in the bowels of the Earth. It's called hell. And if you died tonight, or I died tonight, we went into hell. You're going to be in there for at least a thousand years. Because you stay in there until the end of the millennial reign of Christ, which is for one thousand years. Imagine going to hell for a thousand years, being tortured. And that's just the beginning and then the dead are raised and those that died without Christ go before the great white throne judgment where the Lord Jesus Christ looks at that person says depart me ye work of iniquity I never knew you and the angel grabs you God forbid throws you right into the lake of fire where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth And the smoke of the torment ascends up day and night forever. Mark that word down, forever. Just as it says in verse 12, unquenchable fire. So we didn't let the Lord Jesus Christ pay for our sins. So therefore we can try to pay for our sins and we'll never get them paid. You'll be there. I would be there forever. God forbid. I don't want to go there. You don't either. Let's not go there. Let's follow Christ smoke of the torment ascends up day and night forever, and there's no rest for the wicked, and the worm dieth not. That's the maggots, little worms. They eat on people. There's a version of those down there, and they eat on people over and over and over again. You just regenerate, they eat on you again. Eat you alive. No water, no sleep. and you'll have full cognizance all the opportunities you or I had to receive Christ and we rejected him and all the loved ones we'll never see again but the mercy of God I believe is that uh, those that do make it to heaven God's going to take the memory of the loved one that died and went to hell away from them how could you live with that through eternity that'd be horrible yet people go into hell every day cuz they reject Christ they mock him they they know the truth but they don't want to follow him they make decisions every day you can make one bad decision too many and end up in hell it's not worth it I could drink one too many cups of cappuccino and have a heart attack and die. just not worth it. I had draw the line to sin. We've all got to draw the line to sin. Are we going to follow Jesus and go all in or not? He wants all or nothing. He says, be hot or cold, because if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. And he is going to do it himself. He's going to burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire, throw them in the lake of fire, everlasting fire. It never ends. It goes forever. There's no end. You go down be down there a million years, that's just one minute. It's forever. Don't go to hell. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying. This is my beloved Son, and Him whom I am well pleased. Okay, if you're just joining us, welcome aboard. We're going to do uh, one more reading. We're going to go over to the book of Psalms. On this edition of Speak My Word. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord Lord Savior, today is the day of salvation. Today's the day to do it. If we confess our sins, Jesus said He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We need to confess our sins to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask Him to forgive us. Declare with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. It says, Believe in a heart that God has raised Him from the dead and we shall be saved. And turn and follow Jesus. If you speak English, get God's Word in English. It's called the King James Bible. I read the 1769 version. Don't get the new King James. The newest edition of that is corrupted. Get the authorized King James version. Millions have made it into the kingdom of God by reading it. And you don't have to worry about it being hijacked by demons that have hijacked other versions out there like those that are built on the Horton Westcott which is corrupted Greek those guys were occultists I don't want another version give me the King James for English and of course as I learn Hebrew then I will go back and read some Masoretic Hebrew that would be great get a little bit deeper understanding but you can make the heaven with a 1769 King James Bible and when I say 1769, that's your standard authorized version. You don't have to go back and read a 1611. Okay. We're going to go now to Psalm 15. That's where we're picking up today. A Psalm of David. It says, Yehovah, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? We learned yesterday, what is God's holy hill? Zion. Zion's a good word. Zionists are good people. These are people that believe that Israel has a right to all the land that God gave them, as they do. Including Gaza. You read the word, you'll see that God gave Gaza to Judah, the Jews. They own it today. As far as God's concerned, but United Nations wants them to give it up. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbideth not with his tongue nor doeth evil to his neighbor nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. So talking about who's going to dwell in the holy hill and whose eyes a vile person is condemned. But he honoreth them that fear Yahweh, He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not out of his money to usury nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. Psalm 45. We're we're taking our starting point and adding 30 to it. Read 5. Use that method you threw the book of Psalms in a month to the chief musician upon Shoshanim, for the sons of Korah, Mashal, a song of love. My heart is inditing a good matter. I speak of the things which I had have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh. O Moab mighty with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory places whereby they have made made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in the gold of Ophir, Hearken, O oh daughter, and consider and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thine lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins... Her companions that follow her shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee for ever and ever. Okay, we're going to Psalm 75. To the chief musician, Altasheath, a psalm or song of Asaph. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. For that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. When I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it, Selah. I said unto the fools, Deal not foolishly, and to the wicked, Lift not up the horn. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one, and setteth up another. For in the hand of Jehovah there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he poureth out of the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Okay, we got two more. Let's go to Psalm 105. Will be done. O oh, give thanks unto Jehovah. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing songs unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye, it's talking about all of us, in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek Jehovah. Seek Jehovah and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders, and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Abraham, his servant, ye children of Jacob, his chosen, he is Jehovah our God. His judgments are on all the earth. He hath remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Which covenant he made with Abraham. With his oath unto Isaac, and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law, and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when they were but a few men in number, yea, very few, and strangers in it, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he suffered, no man, to do them wrong, yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He break the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron. Till the time that his word came, the word of Jehovah tried him, the king sent loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance, to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. Israel also came into Egypt, and Jacob sojourned in the land of Ham, and he increased his people greatly, and made them stronger than their enemies. He turned their hearts to hate his people, to deal subtly. With his servants. He sent Moses, his servant, and Aram, whom he had chosen. They showed his signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and made it dark, and they rebelled not against his word. He turned their waters into blood and slew their fish. Their land brought forth frogs in abundance in the chambers of their kings. He spake, and there came diverse sorts of flies and lice. And all their coast. Ooh, that's a bad thing to have. Have you ever had head lice? It's terrible. Head lice. You have to shave all your head off if you do. I get worried sometimes putting on these uh, helmets. As I mentioned, you know, you get on a scooter taxi, you gotta wear a helmet, so they'll bring a helmet. You put it on, it could be a thousand people that worn it before you. You always take that risk. Lord help me. And then, you know, you could buy your own, but then you gotta lug around this big helmet, so I just take the risk and figure, well I sure hope that it's a clean helmet. I look a lot of times and make sure it <laughs> looks clean. But if not I might have to shave my head. That'd be terrible. Um uh, I have shaved my head before. That doesn't mean I've had lice. I just wanted to shave my head. I'm just saying, no, I don't want to have lice, but this is a plague. The frogs, diverse sorts of flies, ooh, and lice and all their coast, they're being tormented. He gave them hell for rain and flaming fire in their land. He smote their vines also in their fig trees and brake the trees of their coast. He spake and the locusts came and caterpillars, and that without number. Multitudes of these things came. They just eat everything in sight. They just darken the heavens as they're flying. It says, and did eat up all the herbs in their land and devoured the fruit of the ground. He smote also all the firstborn in their land. These are the plagues that came on Egypt. The chief of all their strength he brought them forth also with silver and gold and there was not one feeble person among their tribes. That's amazing. God gave them all supernatural strength Excuse me, and their shoes did not wear out and they had angel food for daily bread. They were loaded up with silver and gold. They got their back pay for 400 years of captivity if you will. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them fell upon them. He spread a cloud for a covering and fire to give light in the night. The people asked, and he brought quells and satisfied them with the bread of heaven. He opened the rock, and the waters gushed out. They ran in the dry places like a river, for he remembered his holy promise and Abraham his servant, and he brought forth his people with joy and his chosen people with gladness and he gave them the lands of the heathen and they inherited the labor of the people understand God has a right to do with his land what he wants he can take away from the heathen and give it to the righteous and he did nobody has a right to preempt God Again, he did this that they might observe his statutes and keep his laws. Praise ye Yahavah, the Lord. Okay, we got one more to go. Let's go to Psalm 135. And I want to thank you for tuning in today. Our official website is omegamanradio.com if you want to reach me. I want to thank those who have supported this program. It's enabled us to stay alive. Thank you. God bless you. Psalm 135 Praise ye Jehovah, praise ye the name of Jehovah. Praise him, O ye servants of Jehovah. Ye that stand in the house of Jehovah, in the courts of the house of our God, praise Jehovah. For Jehovah is good. Sing praises unto his name, for it is pleasant. For Jehovah hath chosen Jacob unto himself, and Israel for his peculiar treasure. For I know that Yahovah is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. A lot of gods out there, the little Gs, but there's only one true living God. The creator, the real God, Yehovah, and his son is Jesus Christ. Whatsoever Yehovah pleased, that did he in heaven, and in earth, in the seas, and all deep places. He causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings for the rain. He bringeth the wind out of his treasuries. Who smote the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and beast? Who sent tokens and wonders into the midst of thee, O Egypt, upon Pharaoh and upon all his servants? Okay, excuse me. Again, who smote great nations and slew mighty kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land for a heritage and a heritage unto Israel, his people, thy name, O Jehovah, endureth forever and thy memorial, O Jehovah, throughout all generations, for Jehovah would judge his people, and he will repent himself according uh, concerning his servants rather. The idols of the heathen are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Neither is there any breath in their mouths. They that make them are like unto them, so is every one that trusteth in them. Bless Jehovah, O house of Israel. Bless Jehovah, O house of Aaron. Bless Jehovah, O house of Levi, ye that fear Jehovah. Bless Yahovah. Blessed be Yahovah out of Zion, which dwelleth at Jerusalem. Praise ye Jehovah. Okay, we're going to stop there. We read Judges 3, Matthew 3, Proverbs 15, and read five Psalms. Father Yahovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for this opportunity to speak your word forgive me, forgive us all of our sins, back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, and action. We repent. We ask God that you put a hedge of protection wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around every one of us. We plead the blood of Jesus over every person that tunes in this program and their family. We also lift up Agus and his six-year-old son, Rafa. Father God, loose your ministering angels that touch them. We ask that you pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace to them and save them in the mighty name of Jesus at all costs. In Jesus' name, we rebuke the spirit of death, infirmity, sickness. We rebuke it. We rebuke Bell's palsy. We rebuke cerebral palsy. Every type of palsy. We bind you and rebuke you and command you to loose, rough, and loose anybody else who may be afflicted. In the mighty name of Jesus, we speak to them right now. Be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. We lift up Prophet Scott later to you tonight. We rebuke cancer to its root. We command it to leave his body now. What the Lord Jesus Christ has not planted in him, be uprooted and come out. We speak to Scott. We speak to Rafa. speak to Mel Novak. Be healed and made whole. Restore in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Folks, I want to thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. We're doing this program seven days a week. may not be at the same time, but we'll be here every day. You can also get the archive if you can't be with us live. Also over at omegaman.podbean.com, I'm putting up uh, several remastered episodes every week of our back catalog of 10,000 shows. There's some great stuff there. Unless you've been with me since June twenty second, 2010, you have not heard all the programs we got. we got 10,600. We've got enough to keep you busy for the next uh, 10 years. And that's listening to three per day if we never did another one. It's a world record among podcasts. We praise the Lord Jesus for helping us to get there. We couldn't do it without him. And uh, it's a massive archive. I'm working on it. It's going to take a while to get it all reposted. But bit by bit, we're doing it, and if you subscribe to our free podcast over to megaman.podbean.com, you will be notified when I put new episodes up there. They're all free. There's no charge. Help yourself if you'd like to support the work that we're doing here. It's been going now 13 years, so we do have some ways you can give if you'd like to. Just go to omegamanradio.com. Folks, love and appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless.